later, two hours from contact with Krakoa. Oh! Oh, this is taking forever! And forever we do not have. I was hoping we could do this with subtlety and nuance, but who has patience for that anymore? Stay behind me! <sighs> Much better. You've got point, Nathan. Hey, oh, oh! Now that we're not fighting through the foliage, it's hard to miss how beautiful this is. Yeah, reminds me a bit of Hawaii. Not the big island, one of the other ones. Ever been? Oh, once, but, you know, world ending, fighting for my life, all that. Well, that's no way to experience paradise, Rachel. You'll have to give it another shot. You know what? Why don't I take you? Oh, really? Of course. Uh, you know what? But now that I'm thinking about it, I might know a better place. There's a little island off Chandelar, and an imperial preserve, where the water is so clear, you can see a couple hundred yards down, and at night, because most of the sea life is bioluminescent, it feels like the island is suspended in a sea of stars. Oh, Ross! I mean, Dad! That sounds amazing! Well, put it on your calendar, kiddo. We're going. I'll be there for you. That was a page from X-Men number two with Jonathan Hickman, not with, um, with Cyclops and Prestige by Jonathan Hickman and Lenile Francis Yu. Welcome to Comic Book Queer's Legacy, everybody. This is episode 109, and this is my co-host, our co-host, the Evil Jeff. Hello. Oh, evil. it's it's Rachel from Friends. I can't do it. I'm just trying. <laughs> it's more Julia Child than I know. Than well, Rachel. it's that's you know, tomato. Hey, not too far off. <laughs> Um, have you ever been to Hawaii on a family vacation like the Summerses are about to do? I have never been to Hawaii and I really want to go. Have you been to Hawaii? No, I never have. The only thing I know about Hawaii is that it had at one point the highest rate of children dying inside old refrigerators. Why do you know that? They should yeah, they did yeah. play that old Punky Brewster. They didn't watch that old Punky Brewster. The old Punky Brewster. They didn't watch it. I think it's because of the heat and refrigerators break down more often there. Mm. Right. Well, it's weird having those little like tidbits of like I'm from Baltimore and I knew forever there was a long period of time that we were number one in the nation for chlamydia. No, gonorrhea, gonorrhea. I'm sure. Oh, if, why not both? I'm sure I'm, it was I was going to say if it's gonorrhea, you probably got the chlamydia on lock too. Baltimore, number one for STIs yeah. in general. Woo! I don't know if it's still true. That was just in the 90s. But, you know, I like to think we still got it. I think you do. I think Yay. they do. Um, so Hawaii is a hot tropic, which reminds me, what are you going to pick? Hot, hot topics. topics. Wow. Ooh, we've got some hot topics. Well, let's talk about the kind of biggest change in, you know, the zeitgeist of of the culture going around the world. Things are different. It's no longer Amazon and Hulu and Netflix anymore. A big player has entered 
the stage. He's entered the arena. Yes, that's right. Disney Plus has been released. We now live in a world with Disney Plus. We live in a world of Disney Plus now. Uh, have you watched any? I have. I have. But things and have I, you have you experienced any issues? I have. Um yeah. let's jump right to complaining. Why yeah. not? Yeah, there's um, actually, I mean this is the thing. I will say this. Their goal was to have 8 million subscribers by the end of the year. They got 10 million subscribers after the first day. Damn. So Netflix is shitting their pants. Um, um, yeah, but I, I, I will I say find, I, it freezes yeah. on me all the time. It freezes. It, it freezes, freezes, but the audio keeps going. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yes. That's exactly what happens. The audio goes. And then like I was watching uh, bed knobs and broomsticks. And then I was like, God, why are oh. they still on this damn cat, cat close up? And then I was like, oh, it's frozen. Oh, <laughs> oh, what an artistic choice. Oh, no, it's frozen. It always freezes like right in the beginning. And I always have to like restart it. And then it doesn't freeze after that. Yeah. I should watch Frozen and let it freeze on Frozen and it'll feel ironic. So what have you been diving into so far? We've got a big one that we'll talk about later. Well, let's get critical segment. But I was watching um, the X-Men cartoon. It's the first thing I put on. And then oh, my God, me out, too. Found out, though, haven't gotten to season three yet, but they're all out of order. Did you hear about that? Oh, they are? Yes. Yeah, no, I just. Starting season three, they're all out of order. Wait, because I started with season three and I didn't think they were out of order. Uh, apparently, I, I mean, this is all these people are complaining that they did them according to script date and not actual air date. And the scripts okay. aren't necessarily in order. So that I just so people are I haven't gotten there yet. So I don't know exactly what it is, but people are livid. And wow. I watched a few Simpsons and apparently Me too. everyone is freaking out because the ratios they cropped in yeah. and stretched things out and they just announced in 2020 they will ha- you will be able to watch it in the in the regular TV like old TV uh yeah uh ratio. So yeah. they have a lot of uh and I think that's the problem is like so many people are using it. I think, you know, and I think it's like when you go from zero to 10 million people, there's going to probably be a lot of issues that you didn't beta test for. So Yeah, I'm, cut them I'm, some slack. Yeah, so I'm like usually it's it's the same thing. Like I'm a, I'm a video editor and whenever the new Adobe um, round comes out of the new software, I never upload it right away because there's always bugs and then they have to do another update to fix it. And that's the one that I usually download. So it's yeah. like, I, you know, of course there's going to be some bugs. So I'm giving, cutting them some slack, but they better get it together. If it's 2020 and the shit's still going on, then I'm going to be like, all right, what's going on? Yeah. They got to get it together. They have to get it together in 2020. But I've watched a lot. I've watched a lot. You have did? You, have you chosen uh, your, like who, who, when you, do you, do you uh, have like a, uh, when you sign on and there's the different users, have you cho- chosen like a Disney character? That's you. Oh, uh, it's, I haven't chosen. It's defaulted to Mickey Mouse. I just noticed it today and thought, ooh, I need to change that. Can you get... Okay, try and guess who I am. Uh, Jessica Rabbit. No, and I will say my boyfriend chose it, but he knows me very well. It's a um, villain. It's a villain. It is Cruella DeVille. No. Ursula. Gayer. Ursula. Gayer. <laughs> Jafar? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I watched, um, I watched X-Men. I watched Sleeping Beauty. 
because it's okay. one of my favorite ones. And then oh. I watched The Old Parent Trap with Haley Mills. And yeah. then from that, I ended up watching Bedknobs and Broomsticks with my boyfriend. Ooh. But then Ooh. for series, I watched High School Musical, the musical, the series. Oh, my God. How is that? Um, as someone who hasn't watched any of the high school musicals. Yeah, okay, yeah. I didn't either. even watch them. It, it's kind of super meta. Because oh, it takes, it'll um, lose me. I, I actually, but I kind of like it. It's kind of like Glee before it got bad. Oh, great. Glee was great before it got bad. Because it was great. Because there, it's still kind of like, this, even though it will like go into a fantasy musical number, they're doing a musical. So it's all coming from, oh, we're actually really singing in front of people. So it's not kind of like, oh, I'm walking down the hallway and suddenly everyone just starts dancing. Like, it's not that type of musical. Because it literally okay. just takes place in the world where this is the high school where they shot High School Musical. And this crazy, insane former backup dancer from the movies is the new drama teacher. And she wants to put on the High School Musical as the, as their High School Musical. Okay. Wow, meta. Yeah, and then there's just all of these, like, and then there's, like, a love triangle and all this bullshit, but all of them are playing the Zac Efron, Vanessa Hudgens characters in the in the musical, but then they're their own real high school counterparts, and they're all fighting and in love. And then I was like, oh, they're really cute, but then I had to look up and then be like, okay, you're 18, are you? Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> I had to look yeah. and be like, am I allowed to think you're attractive? Okay. Yeah. And luckily, everyone was over 18, so... So I'm I'm okay. <laughs> That's what happened when I watched The Descendants with my niece, like The Descendants 2. I was like, oh, God, I am looking up some ages. Otherwise, uh, one guy's dead. I know the one that played Corella DeVille's he had a seizure. son. He had a seizure in his sleep. Yeah. That's what kids are dying. The, uh, an, another like Disney actress and like she was in some SNL sketches and stuff. She had an asthma attack and died. She was like 13. Like another. That's insane. That's awful. They're dying left yeah. and right. My sister had to explain to my young niece what happened to this actor. That's yeah. Awful. A seizure. Yeah. It's terrible. Terrible. Anyway. Don't do drugs. He didn't do drugs. Didn't he? Oh, no, we can't stop. Oh, no, he had epilepsy. <laughs> Good. I'm glad he wasn't doing drugs. Oh, my God. <laughs> what did you watch? I watched, I went straight to season three for X-Men the Animated Series. Why do, okay, why'd you go through, to season three first? Because I want some Phoenix in my life. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. I want it. I crave it. I need it. My husband and I watched the entire Phoenix saga. I have to say. Scott. Uh, so, Gene. Um, my husband is, you know, he's not a comic book guy. Uh, he will often be sitting next to me while I'm enjoying my favorite TV and movie shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was watching, actively watching X-Men the Animated Series with me. And all of a sudden offered up probably my favorite take of X-Men the Animated Series of all time. Okay. Out of nowhere, my husband just goes. Gambit's the only adult in the room. <laughs> it's like, you know. What does that, even, right. what does that mean? <laughs> Gambit's always the one that has his head screwed on right. He's always like, I don't think we should do that. Oh, yeah. Well, I will He's say really watching, only interested in sex during all yeah, the, the adventures. Yeah, the beginning one, it's seriously Wolverine acts like a three-year-old. Ah, I'm mad. I'm going to do it. Yeah. No, yeah, he's so 
out like he's not in tune with his emotions uh, at yeah. all. Wolverine yeah, lacks piece of serious <laughs> emotional intelligence. He really does. And then, the, and then Jean never does anything. She's just like, "What are you all doing? I've been I've been watching TV, TV while you are all out fighting." I'm like, bitch, uh, do something. I love. I mean, I will say when I need a good laugh, I always watch the compilation of Jean Grey is useless. Have you seen that on YouTube? Uh, yes. It's literally just her like falling. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Even as Phoenix, like she doesn't. She just makes like two big power moves. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Oh, uh, the first episode of season three, um, it's the Morlock. It's the Morlocks and the Reavers. Oh. And it opens with the storm Wolverine. Boy. No, Wolverine and Gambit playing um, shirtless one-on-one basketball. <laughs> it is the gayest thing ever. They have like, because it's so 90s. So they have like tight jean, cut off jean shorts and like high tops Gambit's got like a backwards cap and and fingerless gloves. <laughs> oh my god! I I will say too. I mean, but that's a, he wore that in Jim Lee's like run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I will say like I feel like if in the nineties when someone's like, "Hey boss, here's my latest X Men animation script. What did you think?" Yeah, I, uh, I went through it and I'm afraid there are not enough puns in the fight scenes. Yeah, <laughs> you need to add at least a hundred more. Like I was just like, oh my god! Like how many times do you think like Gambit is just like, all right? So when I throw this card, maybe I can do like that sparks like yeah, that sparks yeah. an idea. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Like dealer's I, choice. Yeah, yeah. It won't, it doesn't end. Yeah. And then everyone has their fun little like lines, and then Storm's like, "But I, I am humorless." And you're like, "Oh Jesus I, Christ!" I might be on the spectrum. I am so literal. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, but yeah, I'm excited. I will say this is a night. This is a lot of people. This is a controversial take. I way prefer X Men Evolution and. Wolverine and the X-Men, which I consider one series. Um, I'll take the only episode of Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends that I watched, which is the X-Men Adventure. Oh, where Kitty Pride has the sprite costume? Yep. Yeah. It's drawn so badly. It's drawn so badly, and it focuses on Firestar, which I forgot. Yeah. Um, but, oh, so good. And it's there were two X-Men episodes. They, it looks like they only have season one of Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends up. Because there, well, there is a Sunfire episode. I didn't watch that yet. But there um, is the X-Men adventure. But wasn't there an episode where, like, the X-Men fight the Juggernaut on Spider-Man and his amazing friends? Like, Gene is in it and Wolverine's in it. Maybe. I think Gene so. and Wolverine aren't in the, the Sprite one. Oh, okay. I saw their Spider-Woman, the old 70s Spider-Woman. Yeah. I need to watch. I'm scared to watch that because like when I was a kid. It's going to be so bad. My parents bought me a Spider-Man doll in an an attempt to like be like, you like boy things. But then Spider-Woman came out and I was like, Spider-Woman. Spider-Woman. Yeah. And they were like, oh my God, why did he lisp like that? Jeff and the kiss of the Spider-Woman. But I'm afraid I'm going to watch it and be like, wow, the animation is so bad. Oh, it's like, oh, it's probably so bad. It's from the 70s, I believe. Do you, are you, because you don't really watch, you don't like cartoons in general. 
I don't like Disney and Pixar movies. I, I like animated series from okay. like my, my youth. Do you do you find though? Can you watch something if it's written and the story is really good, but the animation is just okay? Can you like yeah. still watch it? Yeah, I can sure. too. But my boyfriend, who is a storyboard artist, if he does not think the animation is up to par, he's just like it's a deal breaker. I mean, it makes sense. He's an animator. Like I had a friend who wouldn't watch. Um, he would never watch. Um, Archer, because he felt the animation was so bad. Oh wow! I'm like, but it's South so Park? funny Not anymore. South Park is on purpose. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's the yeah. whole, That's the style. Anyway, Disney anyway. Plus. I love it. There's another thing we watch. Disney, Disney Plus. Plus but yes. we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. And another hot topic is that the MCU this weekend <gasps> just announced five more dates for five. Where did they five more untitled? Uh, press release. I mean, I, I yeah, I don't know. It wasn't. So uh, it might have been. It might have been at a thing. It might have been at like a was UK a thing con? actually. It might be like, but what in the UK or something? Uh, UK con. We should have. We should have done our research. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um. We did it. What? So uh, well, give it to me. I don't know any of these, so I want to know what. Give me the year and what's coming out and any information you have. Let's. I'm going to do it and like give you the full suite. Like I'm going to back up to even the ones that we know. Okay. And so that'll help kind of inform when we speculate what we think the the, the new ones are. So we'll do it year by year. So in 2020, we have one in May and one in November. Evil Jeff, can you tell me what those are? Um. No, I don't remember. I don't remember anything. Black Widow. Oh yeah, that's right. And Eternals. Right. Okay. So Eternals okay. is a year from now. Yeah. Do you think it's going to be a hit? Yes. I think it might bomb. I think it's going to be a hit because I think it's going to give us something that like we desperately wanted but never expected. Like Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah. See, I think this might be what they want Guardians of the Galaxy did. Uh, they what they were What that did, but then it doesn't. We'll see. Just based off of the fact that Angelina Jolie hasn't had a hit in a really long time. Don't you dare ruin my day. That's my Maleficent impression. <laughs> um, All right. Then we- in twenty in 2021, we've got four movies. We've got one in February, one in um, May, one in July, and one in November. And in February, it's Shang-Chi. In, that going to be um, I, I can't wait. In May, it's going to be Doctor Strange. July is... Spider-Man 3. This is 2021. So as WandaVision comes out in 2021, like right before or right after? Yeah. Um, it comes out before. in 2021, right before. Okay. Loki, evidently Loki and WandaVision feed into Doctor Strange. Oh, th- that's another thing that I watched. Um, there's a thing called Expanding Our Universe, an MCU thing. And it just okay. goes into everything coming to Disney Plus. Like, it goes deep into each thing. Like, they show footage and, and stuff. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, you should watch it. It's like 13 minutes long. All right. Um, so it's Shang-Chi, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man 3, and Thor, Love and Thunder. Those are the 2021 movies. Wait, wait, wait. Shang-Chi, Doctor Strange, Thor. I thought you said there were four of them. And Spider-Man. Oh, and Spider-Man. Right, right, right. Okay. Have they said what that one's called? No. Okay. No. And then... I and then- I say it's going to be No Place Like Home. That's what I said. Yes. Yeah. I think, I think we're right. <laughs> but I think you said it first. 
Um, okay, 2022 is when it gets interesting. Okay. Because we know of, there are four movies, only one has been announced, but it's one that's in the middle. So there's one in February 2022. We don't know what it is. Uh, April, I'm sorry, May 2022 is Black Panther 2. Okay. And then we've got one in July, one in October. Oh, and that's it. And they didn't say what they are? No. And then there are four in 2023, and they they did not say what any of them are. But they're in February, May, July, and November, which seem to be the the months that we... Do you think one's like a Captain Marvel? I'm guessing... So backing up to 2022, the one in February is untitled, but then after that is Black Panther, and then there's two more. Um, What's interesting is this is the only time... One of them is in October. It's the only time any of these movies are released in October is in 2022. Like a horror? Blade. Oh, okay. Right? Right, right, right. All right. So I think Blade is one of the four of 2022. Yes, I think our July 2022 is Captain Marvel 2. Okay. And I think the February one before Black Panther... I think it's going to be Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Now, I have but, a question. So, New Mutants, this New Mutants one is yeah, going to be a own thing. Or do you it's think, Fox. Because that's the one thing is I've heard the latest things is they were like, oh, we now kind of like where it's going. It's definitely be, still coming out in April of 2020, April 3rd, 2020. I would love but the idea that if they were like, you know what? This is so good. We're just now going, we, now that we've reshot it and it's amazing and these actors are all really popular, let's let this be the entry into the mutant. Yeah. Movie. It's not labeled as an MCU. It's labeled as Fox. Okay. Um, so yeah, I think 2022 is going to be Guardians, Black Panther 2, Captain Marvel 2, and Blade. And then there are three in 2023. I... I mean, you got to throw an Ant-Man 3 in there. And I still hold that that's going to be Young Avengers influenced. Okay. I'm guessing. See, it's weird. It's like there's a spot left over when you go through all the like sequels. You still have a spot left over. Even even with Fantastic Four, you still have a spot left over. So there's going to be like, I think there's going to be like one new one. Yeah. Like, like one that we didn't expect. So I think 2023 is going to start with that one. I think it's going to be Nova. Ugh. Yeah, I think it's going to be Nova, Ant Man Three, in the Eternals, or something. Yes. Or Thor: Love and Thunder. Or Guardians Three. Yeah, I just ugh, Nova is so boring. Yeah, unless they make it a kid, unless they do like a Shazami type character and make it the kid Nova. Which they should do. You can't have a be about some like white guy. You can't. We can't do that. We can't do it. It's got to be about the kid. It's got to be the Shazam. They're going to make Nova the Shazam of the MCU. All right. And then I think it'll be Ant Man and the Young Avengers, and then Fantastic Four. And here's my big prediction. I think then the last one, November 2023, is going to be Avengers Five, and I think it's going to be called Avengers Annihilation. I think it's going to be Annihilation. The cosmic event. What happens in Annihilation again? 
the big annihilation wave, like Annihilus and his big uh, wave of space bugs destroy when, everything. When did that happen? Oh, fuck me. Um, one moment, please. I hope there are people listening to this screaming at us right now. It's fucking 2005, you jerks. Because they're redoing, there's there's an Annihilation event coming out now, Annihilation Scourge. Annihilation 2006, 2006. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. Um, but then do you think, who do you think are the Avengers in that? Um, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, Spider-Man, Nova. Um, Thor. Ant- Ant-Man, yeah, Thor. Ant-Man. Um, Doctor Strange. Wanda. You might have a Shang-Chi on there. Oh, yeah, Shang-Chi will definitely be on there. Wanda yeah. and Vision. Yep. Maybe a Reed Richards. I mean, maybe a Silver Surfer. Oh. And then where the fuck? Where's Wolverine? They need to get the X-Men in. By 2023, they need to get at least one reference to a mutant in. I think it's going to happen. Yeah, and I think the answer is you, you make it Aurora Monroe. Sweet. Yeah, throw she, her in Black Panther too. Yeah, just be like, there's this goddess and she's stirring up shit. And then she's he's like, hey, wanna fuck? And she's like, no, we're not gonna go down that route. <laughs> no, we're not going in that direction. <laughs> like they just go full on meta and they're like, nope. <laughs> that was really bad when that happened in the comics. So Marvel's here to stay. Unless Eternals tanks, and then the whole thing goes down. <laughs> and the whole thing collapses, <laughs> and we all go watch Joker 2. Joker 2? <laughs> I'm back! Crazier than ever. Ugh. Crazier than ever. Watch me dance on top of a, an ambulance or down some stairs. Oh my god, everyone now, that stairs is now an iconic thing in New York. Oh, I know. telling me. Everyone's fucking taking pictures by the stairs. That's our new, that's the new Rocky running up the stairs is now Joker yep. dancing down the stairs. I hate that movie more and more, like, as right. time goes by. Me too. And I also am like, so is he supposed to be a supervillain now? Like, is he supposed to be like that universe's most dangerous supervillain? Because that's dumb. Okay, well, it's two things. Either A, because then they're like, well, no, it's not necessarily, he's not even necessarily the Joker. He's not like actually like the Joker Joker. He's just like a guy. Then, okay, then if that's true, why the fuck did I watch this movie? Like, why the fuck did I watch this? Like, it's so stupid. Oh no, he's dancing slow. God, that movie sucked. Yeah, it pissed me off. Oh, it just makes me want to hold my breath. And just, I need you to take a deep breath, Brett. (gasps) And hold it. (laughs) Because it's time. Cue the music. (sighs) Waiting to exhale, baby. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Waiting to exhale, that is right. It's time to review the X-Men universe. Some big shit's going on. Some big shit's going on. We have our... We some big shits going. I'll tell you what the big shits going on. Um, I now have all of my every mutant ever connecting variant covers. The set is complete because we had our final number one. 
Um, so there's a separate, there's like a separate cover where it's like someone drew every mutant ever. when you put them all. Yeah. Together. Yeah. Yeah. You saw that art, right? It was going online like last month it? going around online. Um, Mark Bagley. Oh. Yeah. And um, you want to feel real stupid. I like, I was getting each variant and waiting in line at the store, looking at it going, I could totally name an easy 70% on. Nope. I'm like, I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. I don't know this. I want to hand in my X card. That's okay. There's a lot where you shouldn't remember them because they're awful. There's yeah, a, that's like true. There's that's a crap true. load of Morlocks that no one gives a shit about. Oh my God. Like Annabelle. No, I love her. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Um, no, so, who cares? hey, who cares? Hey, I'll tell you what. Uh, Brian Hill and Simon Kudransky gave us Fallen Angels number one. Fallen Angels, Quanin is back, and she's her own person. I love how, though, this is weird, because Quanin was in Betsy Braddock's body. So this is what I'm... And tell me if I am if I read this wrong. Quanin yeah. was in Betsy Braddock's body, and that bitch died of the legacy virus. So yep. she was living her own life, doing her own thing, died. Died. This Quanin apparently kind of was there was still there in there was a version of Quanin deep in Betsy in the new Betsy Psylocke Asian body and kind of was like uh like being John Malkovich like was just stuck inside the head kind of watching everything happen and yeah and it hurt everything. and it, and it hurt she was like burning pain. and now she's free so she kind of secretly even though she knows it's not Betsy's fault she's like fuck that bitch Fuck that bitch. So this At is one kind point, of, I find this very, a very interesting take on this. Me too. It's kind of like how they cut to Mondo alone in that black space when Krakoa took his mind over. Yeah. In New Mutants. Like, I feel like that's what was going on with Quanin, although she was on fire. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I, I, I thought this was going to be bad, but I really liked it. I think? like that it's I like that it's kind of its own unique. It's not necessarily tied to the mythology of Krakoa. It's yeah. like here's a thing that's happening. But I like here's like there's there's certain mutants that don't want peace. Don't want peace. They're yeah, the they're warriors. Fighters. And I will say yeah. that's the thing, the people that need to be added to this team is they need they're where are the villains. Give me somebody to punch. Yeah. Like I like I mean Sabretooth is gone, but I feel like there, there, there's some other bloodthirsty villains that I think would maybe be good on that team. I can't think of any off the top of my head. Like a Celine. Yeah, or like a what's it like? A, not um, is Celine part of Krakoa? Yeah, she came out of that portal oh, okay. holding her skull. What's the one? Uh, who's the real strong black woman that was like in? Frenzy. Frenzy. Like, I think, like, Joanna like, Cargill. I think, like, she'd be really good. Like, something She'd like be great. That. Yeah. Well, um, so right now, this book focuses mostly on, I mean, let, we, I think we stopped calling her Quanin at this point, and the point is, she's Psylocke. Yeah. So this is Psylocke. This is Psylocke now. This which I'm fine with. Psylocke, and I love when it's just, they were walking by a bonfire, and then Betsy's like, hey. Yeah. Hey. Can, Hi. Can I, can I talk to you for a second? She's like, she's no. Like, nope. I got it. I'm good. good. I'm good. We're good. We're fine. <laughs> we have nothing. Thank you so much for your empathy, sweetie. We have nothing to talk about. <laughs> That's going to come to a head and I can't wait for it. I'm here for it. 
so a lot of this is diving into who Psylocke was. Um, I guess when she was Quanin, uh, she has a son. I thought that was a daughter. I, I, oh, daughter. Yes, daughter. Yeah. And the daughter is taken over by the ultimate big bad of this book, Apoth. And kills her. And it kills her. So Psylocke's daughter was murdered. Just insane. Yeah. By this Apoth godlike character. And Psylocke's going to go kick his motherfucking butt. And she brings Lara, X-23. There's a great one Because Lara's like, I need to like, stab. But she's also just like, what is going on? And she's like, here, I'll just show you. And she touches her and basically gives her all these memories. And then she's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, fuck. She's <laughs> like, I'm in. That's I your feel daughter? Fuck. This depiction of Laura, um, it has a lot of people turned off on Twitter. Because it feels like she's regressed a little bit. Uh, like, there's one panel where she really was in the light. And I was reminded of the Laura from Logan, the movie. Okay. More so than kind of this older sister to Honey Badger, more grown-up Laura. Yeah. She she felt younger in this book. Which, again, I don't have many connections to Laura. I'm fine she's with that. great character. Yeah, I'm fine with yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not like a Laura obsessive, I so I'm fine with I can understand if it. someone was, like, obsessed with her, that that would piss them off, but I don't care. Yeah. I'm fine yeah. with it. Yeah. And that and, Cable, uh, I will yeah. say Cable is a very weird oddity because this Kid Cable, Kid Cable is just a completely different character. You'd so think is, he's more mature than he is, and he's so immature. It's kind of he's way more immature than even the X Force run. Like this is the guy yeah. that coordinated and brought Cyclops back to life, and now he's just like. <laughs> Hey, Check out, well, look at me, look at what I'm doing. What are y'all doing? Like, why did Laura say, like, Cable can't come? He doesn't need this. Like, why would she say that? Yeah, I mean, I think it's like, oh, he has a second ch- a chance at not being so haunted. Let him have that. Let him live in paradise. And that lasted, like, ten minutes. Oh, yeah. But in this, it does say Xavier is dead. It does. And it says it in other books, too. Yeah. So, I'm like, how long does it take for Jean Grey to fucking resurrect him? What's going on? Yeah, who, uh, I mean, they're just letting us sit in this moment, you know, so people can have reactions. It's and delicious. I can, can I just say the new stuff where they're like, major character is killed. I'm like, no, no, you can't say that. Like, I'm just like, I'm sick of you. Don't say he's killed when we literally know there's a resurrection mutants that will just bring him back to life. Like, that. stop it with your clickbait shit. Yeah, yeah. Don't read any of that garbage. Don't read online comics <laughs> journalists. I will say the, the clickbaity shit, because, and I think it's because on Facebook, because I have clicked a few X-Men things, every X-Men thing pops up on my Facebook. Oh, feed. you're in. Yeah, you're in the algorithm. Yeah. Now. So it, but it's always just like, you'll never believe who's in charge of Krakoa now. And then I'm like, Magneto. Like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I, I believe it. <laughs> it's happened before. <laughs> Dracula joins the X-Men. Great. (laughs) Um, Mr. Um, Sinister plays a role in this book. That's the weird thing is, so the bad guy is Apoth. Apoth. And it's like one of those, uh, like, you know, like digital drugs. Um, But it's like, is this person? There There is a person behind it. 
But is that person that but, but the person that psychically connected to Psylocke in the beginning was different. That's the person who was saying you need to take on Apoth, right? Yeah. Who uh, yeah. That? Who, is, who that? is that? I that was purposeful purposefully in shadow. Do you think that's you don't, like You don't need to know who I am. Do you think that's like a someone that we like a, an established character? I don't know. Like I can see them building this Quanin verse. <laughs> It could be a new character, but yeah, I'm down with her. I like the bad guy. I like her. Like they're kind of establishing her. Like they're kind of taking just the dark turn. I will say what they need to really focus on now is Betsy on Excalibur. I still don't know who she is. Right. I don't know after that they've been separated. How much of the kill, like the kill spree? violent betsy like is that gone was that taken out of her or is that still there i need to know these things i seem to remember back in the day when Quanin first showed up as revenge in betsy's body it was established and like that's when betsy was really hardcore hitting on scott Mm -hmm. she kept trying to seduce scott and it came out that she kept doing that because there was still a little bit of Quanin in there yeah and so she was she like it wasn't purely betsy like there was still a little bit of Quanin in there which is great it makes sense now that we know that Quanin was in there you know and and revenge had a little bit of betsy in there yeah so I like that we're going to see who these two characters are now that they are kind of free from the influence of one another. Yeah. I'm excited. And they have to team up at some point. They have to team up at some point. Yeah, of course they will. I think they'll become closer and closer until they ultimately become like a duo. Yeah. And we'll call their book Shades of Purple. (laughs) Uh, Lavender and Puce. I <laughs> I will uh yeah but I'm I'm down with this. I like it so far. And then X-Men that took a weird turn. X-Men 2? Yeah. Hickman's book? Yeah. Yeah. Um that one it was like let's go on an adventure with Cyclops and his two kids. All right, dad, I'm coming with you. Okay, daddy-o, let's go fight. Um, Rachel and Cable, I don't know who these characters are. I like the book, but they did not seem like Rachel and Cyclops to me. I think the art really hurts this book because yeah. if it was... i crazy about the art. This is my least favorite no, of any of the books. They're so emotionless yeah. that it makes the whole book experience of reading this feel weird if it was an artist that was drawing these really kind of animated emotional um like panels like pepe where's pepe (laughs) yeah like if rachel had some emotion in her face ever i think this book would have really kind of hit yeah and, and not seemed as weird but it, yeah, it is. I mean, I appreciate the paradigm shift. Like, I get it. Like, so much has changed. Scott 
Sure. Scott's invested in having a relationship with his kind of kids. Yeah. It's fine. And I sure. will say Rachel. I love it. Rachel is very similar to Excalibur Rachel, who was always cracking jokes. Yeah. Like that. But yeah. that Rachel hasn't existed in a very long time. So it's almost like it's like this younger version of her. Because if we remember, the last Rachel was all like, I can't take Kurt. And I was taken over by Cassandra Nova. And then I was also taken over. Who else was she taken over? She was like taken over by two different things. Oh, Everybody. by uh, Mesmero. Yeah. I was like, bitch. Ugh. Like, yeah. So right now I feel she's kind of all over the place. But. And they, well, they, yeah. They go there in the line, the, the uh, lines that we performed, you know, world ending, fighting for my life, all that. And Scott's like, hey, take a little time to enjoy yourself. And it's like, that's what they're doing now. Yeah, but now they're establishing that, uh-oh, looks like now the I thought uh, there would be this uh, whole uh, thing uh, of these two islands coming to because we knew that there was another island and they were Krakoa and was it Attila? No. Arako. Arako was <laughs> Attila the Hun. Arako, they were separated. Arako! They were Arako! separated. And, and part of that war and battle involved Apocalypse in the original Four Horsemen. Yeah, Arako fell into limbo. Yeah, and 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 the four horsemen were on Arako when that happened. And they so they're down there. So now this island has resurfaced and come back. Well, it's it's like kind of a the like it's a little piecey a little between the two. It. Yeah, it's called um, the Arak Maw in the uh, one of the data pages. It's oh, okay. a, the map. It's basically an annex that just added itself to Krakoa, and in a very sexual way. I think the two islands started fucking. Mm-hmm. And Cable was like, are the islands for – close your eyes, kids. Uh, so it says transit to Arako. So it looks like you can get to Arako via this new piece that brought this new character, the summoner, who can summon limbo demons. Now, here's the uh, – now, this limbo demons – is it limbo demons? We don't know for sure it's limbo, but, I mean, come on. <laughs> So, I mean, that's the thing is magic. I mean, is it the same limb place where magic is? I, I, I'm choosing to believe it is. Well, here's the interesting thing. But then how come she's never heard of a summoner? She's never big place. Big place. They're big. But here's the cool thing is summoners. Does that mean all of are all summoners descended from the four horsemen? <gasps> it seems that way because that's our twist at the end so, when our summoner are, are meets apocalypse. Even human? Meets aga aga aga. Um, we, we, we don't know. I, I have to think that Apocalypse recruited four mutants as his first horseman. Okay. So I'd imagine their offspring are mutants as well, or they're a whole different thing. They seem to be summoners and there seem to be a lot of them. And this one summoner we saw, was it that? Because there's a summoner minor, a summoner adept and a high summoner. Did they say, was that a high summoner? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, he had the three strokes on his on his chest for for having a creating a peaceful nation, um, having another island connect to it with with someone that can summon demons. That's a problem. <laughs> that's that's like so. We've got the Jamie Maddox problem. We've got the Eric Maw problem. What's the Jamie Maddox problem? I mean, uh, Jamie um, Braddock, not Maddox. Oh my oh, god. Okay. The Jamie I Braddock. Like, so I, I was just like, like, wait, multiple man's finally being introduced. <laughs> These um, problems keep popping up. Oh, the Xavier was assassinated problem. 
That's not a problem. They're just going to have a thing where Jean Grey's like, oh, I've never done this before. Oh. And then um, Emma's there to help her out. And then Emma's mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, do you want me to do it? She's like, no, I could do it. You're not Omega level. She's like, I am too. And I'm 27. And I'm blonde. <laughs> and I'm British. <laughs> So uh, yeah, that's good. I'm excited for a Um I'm 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 really impressed that Hickman kept um, Prestige as Rachel's code name. I hate it. Fucking hate shit. It. Well, it'd be too confusing to have because before that she was Marvel Girl, and and yeah. now Jean Grey is wearing her Marvel Girl outfit. She should be Phoenix. Who, G- Call uh, Rachel? Rachel Phoenix. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I thought oh. like Jean Grey should be called Phoenix. Oh my God. That's the last thing she needs. <laughs> oh, wait. How about the panel where Scott was like, like when, when the summoner asked Scott, like, hey, have you ever loved anybody? He's like, well, oof, tough one. Kind of complicated what I got going on <laughs> right now. I know, right? But- <laughs> and that's where he's like, and I'll just say, yes, I love one person. Sure. I Sure. There, yes. But I love, I love a, single a single someone. That's what it, a single someone. And I'm I love not saying that, there's that, one of those single someones. But that's the thing is, I think that was said purposefully because I'm confused. I still need. Okay, listen, guys. Don't keep me waiting on what is going on here. I need to know what happens in that bedroom. And I need to know now. I want to know where is Emma involved in this and how much has Wolverine and Scott done together and are they falling in love? I need to know. This is more important than anything else to me right now. It's going say, to remain now, why, subtextual. Why am I so obsessed with this? Could it be the fact that I was up till 6 a.m. watching a Taiwanese gay soap opera? Maybe. Oh, my God. Maybe. Maybe. I have a problem. Is that why? It sounds like that's why. I think that is why. But I want them to be in love. I am obsessed when people that hate each other fall in love. And Wolverine and Cyclops, that is... They're the ultimate hate each other. I know. And then all, and then they find out all we needed to do was a hot fuck. Like Cyclops mm. was just like, oh my God, I'm so rigid. I just never realized if I just got... If I just bottomed a few times... That that's all I needed, and now I'm like, and that's why he's so free living. And he's like, let's go to Hawaii, and then Prestige is like, what is going on? And then she looks in his mind. She's like, oh my god, Dad got fucked last night. Oh god, Dad's <laughs> a bottom. As soon as like Scott has his epiphany that all he needed to do was bottom for someone, and it just opens up his world. Um, Literally, all of a sudden, like, the <laughs> the air. Intended. There you go. The air in the room starts to form mist, and the mist starts to form together into Iceman, and Iceman just stands there and he's like i know wink and then scott's like bobby and i spins like we're two bottoms it'll never work and scott's like get out of here i know and he's like it's like bumping donut holes (laughs) anyway i need iceman to say the line we're two bottoms it'll never work to cyclops (laughs) at some point and then he makes two little ice donuts and like bumps them together he's like see it doesn't work Two little ice peaches. Hey, speaking of which, is Dakin dead? Dakin's no one's dead like, anymore. But that's the thing is, where's Dakin? I haven't seen him. He's there. I want, oh, He should be fucking Iceman too. Oh, I'm sure they will. Oh, 
What if Iceman is just like, hey, you said make more mutants. I'm trying. Oh, I'm they... trying. Not for, not for <laughs> lack of trying. I'm trying to make some butt babies over here. <laughs> They're like, Iceman, you have slept with 300 mutants <laughs> in the past week. And he's like, hey, for gay guys, that's nothing. <laughs> it's a Saturday night. <laughs> Iceman, there is a... Um... Water-based form of chlamydia going around. <laughs> oh my god! All right. Well, uh, I think let's save up for uh, let's. Well, I guess we should talk about some other comics besides X Men, don't you think? Cue the music. What have you read for me lately? What have you read for me lately, Evil Jeff? I am really digging the new Runaways. Runaways is just setting up. It's a whole new superhero team led by Doc Justice. So it's this old kind of guy that had, he basically just trained. He was kind of like the East Coast uh, Xavier in a way, where he just always kind of had a school of young superheroes that he would train. And and so he basically has just been on his own for a long time fighting crime and he took in the runaways and they live with him now and he's now training them to be like an actual team and gert of course feels left out like they're all getting their super things and they're about to go on a mission and then gert shows up like all right and they're like oh you don't you can't do anything she wasn't trained they're like you're not yeah so they were like sorry so gert has no power she's not connected to old lace anymore she is, but they just kind of have old lace come without her. <laughs> oh. But um, I think, uh, but then she kind of sat with the people, like there, there's like a guy that's kind of like a, the DC, like Oracle character. That's like the running point, like with the computer. Yeah, sure. Yes, uh, yes. And I, I think they might be setting up that, that 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 might be her gig. But it seems like she wants to become a fighter, so she might start training or I don't know. But she's definitely like super depressed and super doesn't know what she wants in her life. Uh, but also, it's one of those things where Doc Justice, he's so great and so caring and so understanding. Like I'm waiting for the page reveal that he's like a child molester or something. You know what I mean? Oh, he's definitely a pedo. Like, everything is so great that I'm like, so this has to be awful, right? Like, but it sounds like Gert's going to get hurt, too. Like, she's going to be like, I'm going to go in there and I want to be a warrior. And ah, (laughs) or it might be something where then she's the one that discovers that he's evil and everyone else is drank the Yeah. And she's the one that has to save them. So I'm excited like, to see this. This is just because you have no powers. But I do hate it that we're so ruined. Like, we're so ruined in 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 just in plots now. It's it's that it's just like we know something is coming. Like I miss in the old days where there wasn't enough of these plots happening, where I would have just been like, oh, everything's fine. And then it would have been a real surprise. Like now I feel it'd be a bigger surprise if everything is okay. You're just more savvy now, that's all. No, I just feel like we've reached a point where so many stories have already been done. Yeah. Or you just understand story better. Stop trying to make it like I'm smart. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? What have you um, done? So you, you, like, you like where this is going? I mean, you like Runaways, where Runaways is going? I've loved Runaways. I've been trying to get you to fucking read this run. I've loved it since issue one. 
But this is a big paradigm shift. You like it? It's it has not faltered at all. No. Okay. It's great. I love it. Well, I don't love what I read, and that is <laughs> ew, a DC book. <laughs> there's a big. I read. There's a big. I didn't read it, but I read the news. They finally revealed ew. who Leviathan DC is. Comics. Yes. So this is Event Leviathan number six by. Brian Michael Bendis and Alex Maleev. So this is the end of the limited series. And yes, we finally have the answer on who Leviathan, the guy who brought down every intelligence organization in the DC universe. Um, it turns out, spoilers, that it is, ba 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 one of the original Manhunters, um, Mark Ryan... So now, for people that read DC, do would any people that are DC fans give a shit about that? I I like to like I'm trying to pretend that I'm a DC fan and I know a lot about it. And Mark Shaw, Mark Shaw, um, and yeah, I I think I might care. It's because I think he was a hero in the DC universe like quite a bit back in the day, like Silver Age maybe. So, uh, you know, I can see some DC diehards being like, oh, that's pretty fucking awesome. Joker's great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so, all right, so. But, I, but ultimately, I, yeah, I was it's like, like eh, who, who cares? What, what happened to the dad? What happened to Lois's dad? Dead skis. He's dead. He's dead. Okay. Yeah, they tried to, like, get him over to their side, and he wouldn't. So they killed him. And so they're actually Wait, who's something. They, who's they? Leviathan? Thank you. Yeah. Well, it's an organization and a person. But the reveal at the end, which I thought was a little bit more significant than who Leviathan is, is he's approached by. You remember Morrison's Seven Soldiers of Victory? Yes. Do you remember the Manhattan Guardian? Was he one of the Seven Soldiers? Yeah. He was the one with like the Golden Shield. Like most of it took place on the subway. I, um, I actually, I just read the plot of it. I didn't read the actual comic. Oh, cool, cool, cool. All right, so it's not – so that was the Manhattan Guardian who was based on a bigger DC kind of like B-list, C-list hero called the Guardian who's like a very Captain America-looking guy. He's like blue outfit, gold helmet, gold shield. Anyway, Leviathan, after his identity reveal, he's approached by the Guardian. And the Guardian is like, you know what? It's fine that they figured out who you are. Now it's the time to make our move. Everyone is ready. I've talked to I've talked to everyone else. They're all ready. So let's do this. So it seems that there is a subsect of DC superheroes who are kind of fed up and are starting to turn more aggressive and that have these big plans to kind of, quote, save the world, but in a very we know what's best, proactive, militant, very scary kind of way. Now, is he the is the Guardian the only person in that subsect that has been revealed besides him and yes. Hunter? Okay. Yes, but he, he refers to others. So that, to me, there's a sect of heroes in the DC Universe who have had enough, it seems. That concept is actually interesting to me. Yeah, because then it's, it's basically... Although this is called, um, who wrote Civil War? The original Civil War in Marvel? It wasn't Bendis. Yeah. No, it was, um, 
But this does seem like it's going to be like setting up like the Justice League is split apart and half of them are pro this and half of them are against. So it's just going to be like heroes battling heroes. Yeah, it's going to be like kind of like what what is the role of today's hero? Which um, now it because was they have by year Mark, of the... how stupid are we? Mark, Mark Millar. Okay, you're right, right, right. Because now it's uh, Year of the Villain at DC. So following that will then be the Civil War, but they can't call it Civil War. Hero versus hero. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, where it's like, but I mean, in Civil War, it, you, like, you could sympathize with both sides. This one is like some heroes decided that they've had enough. Which, great. You know who's um, had enough? Me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, it's not good. I don't care. So I give it five oohs. Ew, 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 ew. <laughs> Mostly because this the dialogue is so stilted, and that is the one thing that has not changed since issue one. All six issues, Bendis' dialogue is so stilted. It but is so unnatural. that's why he unnatural. Used to be so good at that. What is going on with him? Everyone, like, it, it, like, I don't know who is talking at a given time because they all sound exactly yeah. the same. Ugh. I remember Joss Whedon said he would look at a script and he'd be like, if I took the line out and just said it to to one of the other writers and they couldn't tell who said it, you'd have to rewrite write the line. Good. Whatever happened to him? Jo- what Joss is Joss Whedon. Whedon doing now? What's he doing? How come he, he did he do Avengers uh, Age of Ultron? Yeah. He directed that he's... one? Yeah. How come the, then? Garbage. Why did they? Why, but is but, but but I mean, it's not like that movie wasn't a hit. Why did they take? Why did they then be like, you're not part of this anymore? Uh, well, I mean, it it was sure it made money. It certainly was didn't have the wit and sparkle of the first <laughs> one, and so it's like, all right, time to refresh. Like it's you know, you peaked. Thank you so much. You did great. We're gonna put someone new in. <laughs> We're doubling down. We've what? met these wonderful brothers who did a wonderful job on the Winter Soldier. Or is it just We're gonna send them in. he had that affair and now everyone hates him? Well, I, I mean, Age of Ultron was weighed down by so many things it had to accomplish, like setting up Thanos and Biga Biga. Oh, right. He's doing the TV show, The Nevers. You've heard about that, right? Oh yeah, it's like a, it's in the Victorian age, but like mutants. It's all women. It's like a bunch of Victorian women who find out they have like supernatural powers. Well, speaking of TV, why don't we take some time and talk about that? Okay. Should we get critical about it? Yes. Let's get critical. Critical. Uh uh. All right, we're gonna. Let's do some, uh, let's just go into it. Yeah, you want to talk about, I, I want to dive into the show on Disney Plus um, that we both watched. But let's, let's do a quick dive. Just do but quick, let's do quick hits on some other stuff. Stuff we saw. The Titans, uh, you're caught up with the Titans? Caught up, um, thought it was fun uh, issue episode like that it focused on. the rails right now. Yeah. Because it was like yeah. they finally all got together and then they all broke apart and now they all have to yeah. get back together again. And I'm like, does this, does that have, did that have to happen twice in one season? Right? It seemed like the breaking apart thing seemed so unnecessary. 
It did. Um, I, and the whole Robin deciding, like Nightwing deciding, I'm going to send myself to jail. It's stupid. Yeah. Like, w- they made such a big deal. He was like, oh, I killed Jericho. And no, it was like, totally no, you didn't. didn't. You didn't. Like, the, what, are you even guil- what are you even guilty about? And then it ends with him being like, Jericho's alive. How is that? Why, why do we know that? Uh, yeah, I don't know how we know that. And, <laughs> and then how did he get away? Um, I don't know. I did feel that Jericho was alive with all of the weird coincidences about the diner that people kept seeing that brought them together to meet up at the diner. Turns out that was Bruce Wayne doing all that stuff who then yeah. mansplained. <laughs> well, I also felt they wouldn't be setting female. up. I felt they there was no way they did they set up this weird thing with Jericho's powers, but then he never really used them for anything. And I was like, there's no way they would set up his powers this specifically and then never and then not give a shit and just kill him off and never use him again. Oh, wait a minute. I just realized. So Jericho is inside of Slade. was that what when when he saw Deathstroke sign languaging, when he remembered back and he remembered that Deathstroke, when he saw him, was doing sign language. So, Does that mean that's Jericho? Or, but Jericho, not permanently, but he just maybe went into or it for in a that moment. Bit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I think that was the revelation when he re- when he saw when he was looking at those monitors in his mind, thinking back, right. and he saw the 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 hand signals that Slade was giving. Okay. Maybe maybe the takeaway there is that's Jericho. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll find out. Oh, I, I just put two and two together now. I didn't realize it watching the show. This dumb bitch. And then poor uh, Gar. Yeah, yeah, like he had brain surgery. Ugh. That was gross. Although I do feel they, they – they, because I felt this was the chance like, oh, we're going to fix your powers. That he yeah, can we're going to – you can animal. turn into a monkey. So I felt nope. at the end he should have yeah, turned into me too. a different animal. Me too, a gorilla yeah, or something. Yeah, and then I love how it's like we're just gonna kill this lady, the scientist. I was like, she's a scientist, shouldn't you like get like someone on the street? <laughs> like, why get like, oh, you're a good. She person. wasn't a very good scientist. Get like a homeless person or something. God, these villains right. are idiots. Anyway. Uh, anyway, um, and then Watchmen. Uh, Watchmen's tough because it 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 uh, comes up the same episode, the same day we record an episode. Yeah, so we're, so we always have to think back like a week. But I'm sorry. Okay, the new what's the woman? Lady White Knight. What's her name? Sister Knight. I don't Sis, know why that's not, so hard. Not, not, not Sister Knight. No, the other one. The Silk Asian Spectre? lady. The Asian lady. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, the Is billionaire. Um, but something white. Oh, I don't know. She has a weird name too. I love this. And I was way and the fact that they're already teaming up, Gene Smart and Regina King, I love I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I love all of it. The one thing I don't understand is why um Sister Knight isn't just telling Gene Smart what's going on. She doesn't trust her yet. I know, but at the same time I'm just like uh, I feel like just get to it. Yeah, like yeah, just realize she's on your side and like let's deal with this shit. But uh I'm loving all of it. I'm just I'm, I'm what, here for it. What's the core of the plot? Was that that billionaire woman who they introduced um she was building a giant clock? Yeah. And she somehow aligned with with Sister Knight's grandfather Will who we think may or may not have killed the chief of police who may or may not have been in the KKK. She yeah, they're behind the death of of yeah, and then so the grandfather, Regina King's grandfather, is like kind of 
works for the billionaire lady and the billionaire lady basically took over Osmandius's company and she's the one she's the one that's holding him captive in this weird little world and that he's now trying to escape now we we know she's the one doing that i was so drunk and high when i watched it last week (laughs) Well, she. Well, that's the thing is he realized like I'm being held captive here, and I realized like being held here like I thought it was. She's like he's like I'm in a prison, and then when they were looking at the statue, you know they were like, oh, you took over the company, and and she was like, yeah, yeah, I took over the company, and then Regina King's like, why is that statue of him look so old? And she's like, oh, that's what I feel he probably looks like now, but it like looks like Jeremy Irons. Oh, do you think he's frozen there? I don't know if he's frozen there or I'm not sure how it's all set up, but I, but she's clearly, but now she's like, Oh, I have the company now and he's not here. And then he's held captive somewhere. So she clearly is the one holding him captive, but he was catapulting the dead bodies of all the The clones to try and figure out how to get out. And that's why he was making that weird suit to see if he could survive getting out. But I still don't know yet. Like, because when he was catapulting the people, they would just disappear into the sky. Yeah. So there. Yeah. So I don't know where he is, but I'm fascinated to find out. I wonder Can't if he's wait. in a mind prison, like in Agents of Shield. Who knows? <clears throat> Who well, knows? But it's great. I love it. So there's another show. Uh, another thank show. you so much. I know you burned through the first two episodes today. Yeah, just right before we started, my boyfriend is angry at me. Let's talk about The Mandalorian. Because he wanted to watch the second one with me. But I was okay. like, tough shit. God, this well, podcast. tough shit. Start I'm a podcast. I'm my Sorry. relationship for Start a podcast. my 25 fans that listen to this show. <laughs> um, Mandalorian. I thought for the longest time that The Mandalorian was the ship that Boba Fett drove (laughs) oh (laughs) well i did think that the show was about boba fett but boba fett what okay i did you i will be honest i did not watch um parts two and three of the star wars saga the the prequels oh me neither oh no i did i did in the theater boba fett's in that right yeah he's a kid and you, you find out you find out that the stormtroopers are all clones of his dad Django. Of Boba Fett's dad. Yeah. So, but then what, what happened to Boba Fett? Do we, but is it, because Boba Fett, has his story been told in any of the like cartoons or any of the, because my thing is, is that, that is, who is that, who is the Mandalorian? He's not Boba Fett. This is a new character. It's a new character. character. Yeah. But we don't, and this takes place between the part six and part, uh, Seven, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, and uh, I will tell you this. When your main character doesn't have a face, makes it real hard to, uh, you know, like have empathy for the person. (laughs) I completely disagree. I don't know what it is. I am so emotionally invested in this guy and I haven't even seen his face yet. I, yeah, I kind of... That's the one thing that's bothering me. Just like it's just like helmet head. It's yeah, like, I mean the reveal will come. Me. They they had that line, so he picks up he picks up a, a someone who has a bounty on them, uh, and the, the the bounty says, "Is it true you guys never take your helmets off?" So you you know you know the helmet reveal moment's coming. It's going to be great. 
Um, I will say, watching something where I have no investment into Star Wars, I don't give a fuck. <clears throat> it definitely... It just, it felt like it was good and it was hitting all the right things. And it was, um, and it was also, I felt it was like doing, it was giving enough things for fans to be like, Ooh, there was like enough Easter eggs in there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but right now I still like, it didn't excite me the way like Watchmen did. I am the opposite. I am obsessed with this show. Really? I love it. Okay. It is hitting all the right notes for me. Um, right. I, I think it is so well done. Uh, it, granted, it's a formula that really works. It's the lone wolf and cub formula. Yeah. Remember that graphic here, novel? Well, let's give the spoiler. Spoil it. So at the end of episode one, it turns out the bounty that he is being paid to get is a child. It is, even though they said it's uh, it's a the person is fifty years old. Um, he meets the person, and it is a fifty year old baby, Yoda. And then it's it's well, fifty years. He still not can't Yoda, fucking Yoda. talk. I don't know that. Hey, means. species age differently. Um, it is a baby. Whatever Yoda is, people are saying could be a clone of Yoda. People are saying it's just someone that's the same species ever, as Yoda. Have they ever like established what the Yoda race is? I don't think so. I mean, probably, but it, not in my what, what rather is this limited. Name? What is what is Baby Yoda's name? Yo Yodi. <laughs> I say it's soda. Soda. Um, whatever Baby Yoda's name is, Baby Yoda is the cutest fucking thing it's on the planet. Cute, like it's, not since Gizmo have I been so in love with the of, thing. It's kind of the cutest thing in the entire world. Like it's, especially it's when it starts to use its powers and the force in episode two. Yeah, and Ken, it is I think adorable. Let's have the whole episode just be told out of his glassy eyes, oh, like just I reflecting in his. I was like, here's another close up of the reflection of his glassy eyes. I love it. I love it. I love it. And the the thing that surprises me about how much I love about it is. Typically, westerns is is not my favorite genre, but I love this because it is such a western. Space Western, Firefly. Yeah, exactly. Having to ride the animal, and <laughs> like the guy walks into the bar, and the bar goes yeah. quiet, like all of it. You know what I think it's missing? I think there's, and I guess now what it is, and this isn't a bad thing though. Now that I think about it, there is a comedic element that's just not there. Yeah, I think you had it that with... I miss, and I'm so used to that being in these types of things. Like a solo, like, yeah. But then at the same time, I'm like, why? That doesn't have to be in everything. No, it's part of being steeped in that Western genre. Yeah. You don't really have humor. The humor is the guy learning to ride the horse (laughs) in that genre. That's your comedy bit. Yeah. And I will say, but I will say, yeah, the the whole... uh, Oh, I'm the cold bounty hunter, and now I have this cute thing that I have to take care of, and it's going to teach me emotions. Iconic. <laughs> it's it's. I will say the only and that the, I'm wondering if there. If, do you think there's going to be? Do you think they're going to just double down on that, or do you think there'll be like a love interest? Uh it's interesting. Um, I think they would double down on that. I think that's the core relationship. You know, we might meet an ex girlfriend who 
you know, there's probably a scene with like some emotional stakes and some history, but ultimately it won't mean anything. Well, uh, Mandalorian, I mean, I, I will just say, and that's the thing, I liked it, but it wasn't like, oh my God, this is the best thing I've ever seen. But also- And I was like, oh my God, this is the best thing I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. I But maybe, uh, maybe I just need to be higher and not being like, all right, I got to get through this podcast is about to start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, watch it in a relaxed environment yeah. when you have peace of mind. It's yeah. a whole different experience. And I think it's interesting, though, if you look at it, uh, this is their big, um, what they're kind of centering right now. They opened with this because Hawkeye, all the Marvel ones haven't started yet. Um, the only other originals, I think, is like the high school musical one and the, the Encore. Have you watched Encore? No, I haven't watched that. Uh, they have like those Marvel documentary series, like the Marvel yeah, Hero but Project. This is and... like their only real original get Disney Plus because yeah. it has the Mandalorian. And I will say yeah. for that, this it's so smart because this is this is something you, you would pay money just to watch this thing. You know it's a good I mean? experience. It's yeah. And it's, on the opposite it's side, Apple. Because remember how I said, like, oh, we live in a world yeah. where Apple has launched. Apple TV has launched yeah. its own streaming service. It yeah. launched Jason Momoa's show, like, where everyone's blind. Flop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Flop. The Jennifer I, Aniston, Reese Witherspoon. Flop. Yeah. I don't think it's going to do well at deep all. Shit. It's doing awful. They're in deep trouble. They're, number one, there was no hype around it it just kind of appeared out of nowhere like oh hey we're gonna do it it's gonna be these shows it'll be great and then all the shows feel very like gray like the 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 branding of apple tv is very kind of gray and metallic and that's how the shows kind of feel yeah but i will say this is the thing is disney has the lockdown on because apple also they're only doing pg stuff and that is where oh, Netflix no is going to genre shift because Apple, because, you know, Apple doesn't want anything like, you know, Apple and uh, Disney brand. is all family. So I think Netflix is going to double down. Go blue. And go, go blue. Fucking blue. So it's just going to be hardcore porn on Netflix coming soon. Hell yeah. They're going to start calling it Nutflix. <laughs> um. So what do you think, like, so we had, we had Netflix and chill, um, for so long. What do you think the Disney plus version is? Disney plus, um, Disney puss. I don't know. (laughs) I was was thinking like Disney plus a dick in me. (laughs) Disney plus dick. Disney plus you got a friend in you. Disney plus lube. Disney plus lube. Disney plus D's nuts. <laughs> we can just be like, you want a Disney plus, uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, okay. Well, I, while we're analyzing, let's, okay. So let's say you were given the option to do another spinoff for Star Wars what character would you want to focus in on? Or like, what, what would you do? What would you want to center a show okay. on? You know what? I, I know exactly because there was a moment in the Mandalorian episode one that was qu- quite traumatizing for me. Our friend Steve, who was on last week, texted me and said, there's going to be a part 
that you're going to hate because he saw it before I did because he knows my love for the character who I would like to create okay, who? a Disney Plus series around. A character who we saw being viciously roasted for food while another one looked on in horror. And that is my boy, Salacious Crumb, Jabba the Hutt's little, like, <laughs> pet from yeah. Return of the Jedi. Okay. He was being roasted on a spit. Uh, by so. the, when they went to the, the, the thing to get the Yoda guy? Yes. Yeah. Uh, but he's a bad guy. Why do you care? He's a cute little angel. <laughs> I've always thought that since Jedi. I have loved Salacious Crumb. So I want a Kill Bill style um, series, <laughs> a revenge fantasy starring Salacious Crumb or like a Salacious oh, Crumb that was his mom to get revenge because <laughs> that was his mom. Like to get revenge on that Salacious Crumb that was that was spit roasted. Oh my god! And he has like kind of like big sunglasses and like a big gun. And it's like it's another western. Like we we keep it steeped in the space western genre, but it's like um, uh, you know, like what, what what's the what's the revenge one with Clint Eastwood? The outlaw Josie Wales. Unforgiven. Unforgiven. The good, the bad, and the other. Whatever the revenge one is. They're all revenge. It's ones. that. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's that. It's that. So it's revenge fa- space western starring Salacious Crumb. That's mine. And it's called Salacious. Um, I am going in a completely different route. Mine is actually going to be a traditional three camera sitcom. (laughs) And I'm basing it off of B. Arthur's character (laughs) from the Christmas special. Yeah. And it's going to be like Cheers. Like, it'll literally be like Cheers, where <laughs> she's mod. running the, like, Cheers. yeah. Yeah, like this mod character <laughs> is running the bar, and a different aliens are coming in, and there'll be like a Norm character, but it'll be like someone with a trunk. Like, I like you know, like, uh, there'll be some squid character. That, it, basically, it's going to be the Golden Girls meets Cheers in Tatooine. With squids. Yeah. So, and it'll be called something, I don't, it'll be called something like, you know, like golden stars, like just something stupid and cheesy. And uh, it'll just be like her just being like this, like, you know, just hardworking single mom. And then, then there'll be a separate uh, thing where then she goes home and she has like a teenage daughter who's like in love with a droid. And she's like, you can't fuck a droid. And then it's like, you know, it's all hard stuff. I can't decide whether someone should play B. Arthur or whether we should deep fake her. We should deep fake it. <laughs> what about that actress that played young her when Dorothy would flash back to when they lived in Brooklyn? <laughs> Could we get her? Oh my God. Did I ever tell you I hung out with, uh, of course I wouldn't because who cares? The person who played young Stan. Get out of here. I was like hanging out with some friends. They're like, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, he's an actor. And I'm like, what have you been in? And he's like, he's like, well, I haven't acted since the eighties. He was like, I was like in the golden girls. And I was like, what? Um, yeah, I was, I was, you know, like when you're flipping channels, like you're, or you're looking something up on demand or you're just like looking up a show to see if you can watch it. Um, and they have thumbnails of the actors that are in the show, you know, have like info and like what it's rated and then thumbnails of the actors. Yeah. So last night, um, Jeff and I were trying to look up, uh, golden girls 
because we were like, we feel like watching Golden Girls. So we go to the mm-hmm. on-demand search. Uh, we got rid of Hulu because um, we're going to get Apple TV. And um, wait, isn't that called Apple Plus? I can't remember. Ew, that's weird. Um, anyway, so we looked up Golden Girls and we found like an entry for it. But the thumbnails for the four women, for the four actresses, they were all taken. They were all photos taken like right before they died. Like when they, <laughs> when they are at their oldest, like their old, like Betty White's like fucking bald. She's like Rue McClanahan, like, yeah, I know, but she's bald in this photo. And like Rue McClanahan, like you can't even, you don't even recognize that it's Rue McClanahan. I'm like, can't they use different <laughs> I mean, photos? It's literally just like a close-up like of Arthur was skin. Literally, it was like literally like B. Arthur in a hospital bed. With like, like liver spots. <laughs> right. They're bald. They have liver spots. Their foreheads are gigantic. Like they're, they're unrecognizable. Like, let's, let's get a such, headshot in there, okay? It is such an affront. They have to change it. <laughs> Before they release your series about... Be Arthur's character. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, this was a long one. This was a long one, but I think we chatted. For, I don't know. It's probably I not going to be an hour twenty. Yeah, that's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Just turn it off if you don't want to hear it. <laughs> You're, no one's even here anymore. Is anyone even here? <laughs> and if you are, thank you so much for listening. And please, you know, <laughs> tell your friends to listen and and subscribe. Leave comments. Rate us. Follow us on Instagram. Twitter. We don't do shit on Instagram. Well, still follow us. We need the likes. <laughs> okay. Occasionally, there's a cute photo of me. Yeah, we won't clog up your feed. <laughs> we won't clog you up. Um, listen, if you read comics, well, guess what, my friends? That makes you queer. Bye. 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 Bye.